You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 95. Does Steve recommend other mold professionals? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, you have gotten this question many, many times, which is why we are now doing an episode to answer the question, do you actually recommend other mold professionals? Nope. There you go. There's so the answer. That's, that's, that's it. it. That was an easy podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was super easy. Uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's talk about it because I think a lot of people, and rightly so, they reach out to you, they send you emails, they explain to you the, the oftentimes dire situations that they're in dealing with mold. And obviously you have a heart to educate people and to teach them and to help them get out of those situations. But then the question comes up, can you recommend somebody in Michigan and Utah and Florida? And so talk a little bit about why you don't recommend other professionals. I don't like to just because really it's in areas that I'm not really familiar with. So if you're in Florida, Texas, New York, wherever, and you're asking me, well, what I have to do is I have to go Google and I have to do a bunch of research. And so I just... For me, it's just easier to just say, no, I don't. And I'm not doing it to be mean, but I even if I know the person and I've worked with them, I just don't like to be tied to, well, Steve told me to use so-and-so, and they were terrible. I mean, they could have had just a bad day or whatever. So it's, it's easier for me to just say, you know what, do your own research, talk to people, do whatever you need to do. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do all that. I mean, they're... There are things like I could, um, I, I want to get the name right, but I think it's called NAMRI is the association I'm a member of. And it's National Association of Remediators and Mold Inspectors. Well, it's an association just like 
I don't know, is the Bar Association kind of like that? Yeah, How does it that is. Work? It's, yeah, the Bar Association. Like, you have to meet certain standards. You do, and you have and, to pass a test, and yeah. So, yeah, the, it's it's similar to that, and, and I could go in there, and I could search, and I could say, well, John Smith is, is a NAMRI member, but then there's also other associations out there. Is NAMRI the only one? No. I mean, it's so... It's just it, it's just easier for me to just easily, quickly just say sorry. You know, I, I just don't refer people. And I've, I've actually had actual mold people reach out to me to try to, you know, help them get their business going and stuff like that. And I just, like you said, I have a heart to educate people, but that's kind of a line where I, I just, I would prefer not to be involved with, so... And I think that's an important point. So when people are listening to this and they're saying, but I need to find a mold specialist in my area. If you're not going to recommend people to me, what should I do? What what advice do you have for people? Like I was saying, you know, Google them. You know, the, the first name that always pops up doesn't mean it's the best one. It's, um, you know, you know more about that. It's you have to pay for it. And I don't know how Google algorithms work, but you got to, you know, look at their Facebook page, look at their website. It, you know, one thing in our field, and, and I say this quite often, and our listeners, I'm sure, agree with, if, if they don't even have a website, you probably don't have, and I'm, I'm not saying, because there's some that are probably old school guys that, and gals that don't have websites, but if you can't, if they don't even have a website, it, I, I don't know if I would pursue anything further, but check, you know, Check on, make sure that they have a website. They explain themselves. They have their pricing there. You know, check on their Facebook page. You know, see, we don't get a whole lot of interaction on our Facebook page. So I wouldn't say that, you know, that's a good gauge. But if you went to CNC's Facebook page, like you can see we post every week. I mean, it's it's active. So so that's what I would look at. You know, if, if it's, you know, someone, I'm not sure how to say this in the proper terms, but if they're shady, you're going to be able to tell, like even their, let's just say from their website, they might claim that they can do mitigation without cutting anything out and they can just spray this chemical. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Don't you also think it's important for people to get references so that they can ask former clients about how that person did in terms of their mold mitigation? Yeah, you know, they can. I've just never been a big... Um, and, you know, if you're if you're gonna maybe go have a whole home built, you're gonna want to make sure. But even for me, like if someone said, "Well, do you have references?" Well, I, I could give them names. I mean, it's you know, I, I guess for me, that's I'm not huge on that. But if you, if you're if if you talk to the person, and for the most part, you think, "Well, they sound decent," but you kind of have that little thought, "Well, you're not sure," then yeah, ask for references or call the person. Yeah. If if you pick up the phone and call me, and you've seen it, you know, it. I'll be sitting there, and, and someone calls, and just out of the blue, they get my number somehow, and they have questions and want to know things. Like, obviously, I'm a little biased because it's me, but I'm sure even from you sitting there, you can tell I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But if, if you call the person, and they're like, well, you know, uh, I only test for this, and mold's everywhere, and... It's not a big deal. Like, you'll you'll be able to tell. You can fill them out. Yeah. And that's where, like, for me, and that's, maybe that's why I'm not huge on the whole references thing. Just call the person. Yeah. I mean, 
that when you call them, ask them questions. And, you know, first and foremost, are you certified? In, and I, I know our listeners know this. It's crazy. <laughs> Wyoming, and it's not just because we're Wyoming. Utah, um, I'm trying to think of other states. We're not even regulated by the state. Yeah. So we don't have to be licensed. We don't have to be insured. Of course we are. Mm-hmm. But ask them, are, are you certified? And if, if, if they are regulated, like I know in Colorado, South Dakota, Idaho, New York, Florida, they are regulated by the state. If, if they're, if they're licensed, they're already certified. So I guess what I'm saying is me being certified is the same thing as being licensed. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. It's just, you know, the state doesn't oversee us, but make sure that they're, they're certified, licensed if that's required. And insured. Insured is a big, it's a big deal. Why is it a big deal? I think a lot of people don't understand why. Let's just say, and and even on the home inspection side or mold inspection side, let's say I go into someone's home and you have a heirloom piano that's worth $5,000 and my ladder falls over and breaks it, you're going to be pissed. And then if I look at you and go, Oops, sorry, I can't do anything about that. You probably wouldn't be too thrilled. So, so you want somebody who has insurance so that the insurance can cover for correct. any of those mishaps that exactly. occur. Okay. And there are so to explain insurance, so we have obviously we have different types of insurance that, that we can carry, but at a minimum you should have liability insurance. It's just like your car. If you only carry liability, if if you wrecked the truck it wouldn't cover any repairs on the truck, but it would cover the repairs on the person you hit. Yeah. Now, if if back to the your specialists, they can carry what's called E and O insurance, and that's errors and omissions. That all realtors, I'm pretty sure in every state have to carry that. That's the insurance if I come into your home, so I explain liability, right? Mm-hmm. So if I break something of yours. But if I come in and I, I do all this testing, I do an inspection, there's a mold infestation in the crawl space. I don't even report that. The roof's leaking. I don't report that. You could come back and sue me and my E&O insurance would cover that. Okay. Errors and, and omissions. Okay. Now, if you don't carry that, then, you know, once again, it's kind of a good luck trying to get the money out of the person. So... At a minimum, make sure they have liability insurance. I mean, if, let's say on a mitigation job, let's say for some reason one of our guys starts a fire and burns the house down, the liability will carry or cover that. Okay, so it's very important to be sure that before you get a mold specialist working in your home, that they have a great deal of insurance coverage. Right. Okay. Yep. And it's, in the, like Utah and Wyoming, for contractors, we have to carry a minimum of 300000 Is is the minimum. For like the policies I carry because of mold, ours is actually $2 million. But make sure, like, you have to, I, I didn't even think about it until you said that. You have to kind of ask them that. Like, well, what kind of insurance do you have? What does it cover? Correct. I don't, I'm not aware of anywhere where you can get a policy that's less than 300000 but let's just say you could for a 3000 policy, which I don't think they offer. 
what was that? if you burn someone's house down or yeah, it wouldn't do anything. Like, it wouldn't cover anything. But but as the homeowner, are you asking the mold specialist to provide you with a proof of insurance? Are you going that deep? <laughs> I mean, that gets tricky. So I I keep I don't have it in here, but you know my little notebook. Yes, I have a certificate of insurance in there. I always carry it with me, so that if people ask and I I black out what the premiums are. Usually the certificate doesn't show your premiums, but if you don't trust the person, yet by all means ask them. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it all depends on the approach because when I did home inspections. There was certain realtors that just didn't like me, and they would want me to fax it to them. And you know, I, I, I that's you get into games with that. But yeah. if you don't believe they're carrying it, you do have to ask. Okay. If 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 you're bringing someone into your home and you have a ton of things that are worth a lot of money, I would probably ask. You know, if you're if you're a millionaire in Jackson Hole, just north of us, you probably want to make sure that they do have it. Yeah. But make sure you have the right approach. Yeah, that's very, that's very, very true. Um, one thing I know we were talking about, sometimes people don't understand if what they're looking for is a person who does mold or a person who's a mold specialist. I know that there are lots of handyman type people <laughs> out there who will say that they can do mold. There are lots of general contractors who say they can do mold. Would you recommend that people try to find a handyman to take care of their mold? No, okay. never. So okay. let me kind of, let me go over what you're addressing because I think it's very important information. So you can have a home inspector that is typically certified as a mold inspector and he can come in and do testing. <laughs> That's fairly typical. Or, um, they're an indoor air quality specialist. Your your home inspector is probably where you would start. But on the other hand, they're what we call generalists. So they don't... When I wasn't certified in mold, I, ha I would refer them to a mold specialist. So from that aspect, make sure you're getting the right person. Here's why it's... it's I'm not saying it's difficult for me. It's really simple. If someone wants to call me and say... Hey, Steve, you know, we have some major mold issues. My home inspector said he does testing. Should I just pay him? Well, I would say, well, what are his certifications? You know, what type of report does he provide beyond the lab report? Like, I, I have a lot of questions, but where it's difficult for me is I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm the one and only out there, but what I do is very unique, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, I'm not knocking anybody. I just don't think you're going to find, in most places, I don't think you're going to find somebody that does what I do, that writes books, creates courses, does mold testing, does mold mitigation. It's just, it's kind of a, you know, that's kind of how I've branded what I want CNC to be. So to kind of go back, a, a contractor, and I, I heard it all the time, and especially when I did home inspections, they hate, contractors hate home inspectors because, well, they hated me. I don't know if they hate all of them because you go in there and you kind of pick apart all their work. You know, they build new construction, and, and I would go in there and say that there's not proper ventilation in the crawl space, and they go, you know, well, it passed code, and city inspector passed it. Well, lo and behold, the, those same homes that were brand new, Two years later, I'm down there in those crawl spaces doing mold testing. Exactly. So it's, 
you know, it, it's just funny how that works. But do you want a contractor to do your mold mitigation? The name of our company is CNC Contractor Services. Would I classify myself as a contractor? Yeah. Yeah. But does that contractor, and I know we've talked about this before, does that contractor do only mold mitigation? Or is he only going to do a mold job when he's out of homes to build? Exactly. Does that make sense? Exactly. So he's not actually specializing in mold, which means he can't do the extra level of service right. that someone who's a mold specialist can do. Exactly. Does okay. I mean, does he know the chemicals that need to be used? I was a general contractor. I had no clue about mold. Exactly. I mean, I knew about it, if that makes sense. And in the inspection field, it's funny because people say, well, they're a contractor, so they're qualified. You're really not. Like... When you go through all the certifications as an inspector, you're taught, you know, what to look for, where to look for it. You're not looking at it from a contractor's viewpoint. Exactly. When I say that, a contractor's looking at, like, code things. Inspectors aren't code inspectors. Okay. So, you know, does your contractor have air scrubbers and, and foggers and ozone machines? Probably not. Like, I'm not saying they can't do the job. They're just not equipped to do it. So that makes sense. So people are. Would you want your shoulder surgeon if he was slow to do something on your brain? Uh, never. <laughs> so Does that same. Make sense? Yeah. So same difference. So people really need to look for a mold specialist if they've got a mold issue. Right. Okay. Right. And it, you know, if if you're only in in the early stages of it, you you you're not going to call a home inspector. Yeah. You want an indoor air quality specialist. Exactly. So and then, you know. Obviously, you know this, but to tell our listeners, if I if I go do a mold inspection and we find mold, I'm very clear if they want an estimate, you should get an estimate from somebody else first. Exactly. Because it's just conflict of interest. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about this. I know it's kind of a, off the subject, but remember uh, in Utah when you, when you had to do, and I don't think they do it anymore for some reason, you had to have safety inspections done. Mm-hmm. Well... Isn't it a conflict of interest for the safety inspection dude, the mechanic, to say, no, you failed this, this, and this, and here's how much it's going to cost to fix it? Yep. It's It's the same. It's the same thing. On on the mold end. So I don't like to, I don't like to, to, I guess I'd call it double dip, and I don't like to do that. Yeah, conflict of interest. So given all the information you've shared today, what's your call to action for people? If you, um, if you need a specialist, and you want me to recommend them, I'm not. I'm going to tell you, sorry. You could send me their information. You're going to, you could do all the research. I just don't want to get involved. And for the simple fact that if you're not happy with them, I don't want it to re- reflect badly on me. So if, if, if you need a specialist, do your research, find that person, talk to, you know, the community, figure out who to get. Now, after you have that person, by all means, call me, schedule a consult, and we can go over, you know, and you don't have to wait till after you hire the specialist. I can consult or be consulting with you throughout the process. Exactly. I'm just not going to tell you who to use. Absolutely. Well, there you have it. Yep. said quite well. <laughs> all right, everybody, we'll catch you on the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.